That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you are new to task management or you have fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. If you haven't done your weekly review yet, well, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you've finished listening. I'm Jean McDonald, and I am here with my good friend and co-host, James Dempsey. Hi, James. How are you doing today? Have you done your weekly review? And how's your inbox looking? Hi, Jean. I'm doing pretty well today. My inbox is at two. Two. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> have, have you done your weekly review this week? I am poised to do my weekly <laughs> review. Okay. Well, so the the first part of doing your weekly review is getting clear, so making sure that all of your inboxes are at zero, um, mm-hmm. not just your email inbox. Um, so I still have – I'm still working through a backlog of things that I've captured in OmniFocus. Um, so I think I was somewhere around at 85 items that now I'm, you know, I'm funneling into the right projects and what have you. So I'm down to about – 50 of them, and Mm -hmm. then uh, I had way too many things in my physical, like, mail and paperwork inbox that I've been chugging through. So um, my hope, my thought is tomorrow I'll be at inbox zero and be able to do a real weekly review. Wow, that sounds great. Good for you. I have not done a real weekly review, but... I have done some things that I would like to talk about on this episode. However, I am at inbox zero, true zero. Congratulations. And thank you. I'm pretty excited about that. And I have to, as always, chalk it up to basically this iOS app, Chuck, because since it's there on my phone or my iPad, and that tends to be where I am most of the time. It feels like a game now to like process the email and make it go away or make something happen with it. So uh, I know, you know, we talked about it last week that uh, this the email inbox is not the be all and end all of uh, um, productivity or feeling caught up, but it's better to be caught up than not caught up. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so. Anyway, so th- today I, I thought we could follow up with some of the things you talked about last week because you brought up a really excellent subject that hit home for me and probably for a lot of our listeners, which is the question like, why do I procrastinate doing a weekly review? We have a podcast called The Weekly Review that was really designed to make that part of our week and a fun part of our week. and yet. Mm-hmm. You know, both of us have had trouble really doing, you know, the the true GTD weekly review. And you looked at a couple of things, you know, inboxes and how to process that, and as well as you know, rethinking about when projects should be tracked and how to define a project. So, since last week, how's it gone for on those fronts? Um. Well. As I mentioned, um, kind of plowing my way through the inbox, and again, one of the the big 
points there was remembering that your inbox is just your raw materials and you're just clarifying what is in your inbox, deciding what the next action is, and then almost always deferring it. So for emails, they might end up, you know, going to another mailbox that's not your inbox. Mm -hmm. Um, And so kind of reapproaching getting through email um, with that in mind and everything else with that in mind, um, it actually has made it a little easier for me to get through things. It's just um, especially uh, with my inbox in OmniFocus and my physical inbox, I had a bit of a backlog, so that's been taking Mm -hmm. a little bit of time. And then the other is... um, trying to move out projects that are really not going to happen in the next six months. Um, and just being upfront about that instead of reviewing them every week and, yeah. Oh yeah, I still didn't do that. And I probably won't. Well, might as well put that in the someday may- uh, maybe list. Mm-hmm. Um, so those two things have been helping me feel much more on top of things, even though, as I mentioned, I'm still, on the cusp of that kind of getting back to that weekly review. Um, Mm -hmm. It also made me realize that kind of it's a double-edged sword, right? You're possibly the, mm, you're living in, you're not fully trusting your system because you haven't done a review in a while. So then you spend more time in your head getting things done because you don't trust your system. And then your weekly review starts feeling a little more detached from your own personal reality. (laughs) And so you kind of have to get back in there and, and really clear it all out and get back on track, which as I'm getting close to that goal, um, it's feeling better and better. Oh, that sounds great. Um, In my case, one of the things, so I gave it a lot of thought, like what, is holding me back. What are, you know, what are the things that are holding me back? You know, never really one cause, but I think one of the most important ones is that a weekly review could be a time where you look at a lot of stuff and say, oh, how am I ever going to get all this done? And that's not a fun feeling. And so I definitely avoid it if I can. And the longer you avoid it, uh, the worse that list becomes. Mm-hmm. And like anything else, yeah, you 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 don't want to know in some on some level how much you think you have to do. So I I liked your observation that some things need to go to someday slash maybe mm-hmm. first that. Uh, if you if you try to review everything that is on your plate and on in your aspirations for time you know infinite time in the future, <laughs> it's gonna feel overwhelming no matter what. So what I've done is I've moved some things to someday maybe I changed the review interval on someday maybe by by default in OmniFocus it was a week and I thought yeah well. If I'm not going to do it in the next week, that's someday. <laughs> and so I changed that to a month. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But the other thing that I'm going back to that I had tried to give up when we first started doing this is what I think of as a daily review. And in a daily review, I would review all those inboxes every day. So why wait for a week to see everything pile up on Friday or whatever day you choose to do your weekly review? Not um, And certainly the kinds of things that do sort of in drips and drabs, like fill up when you're not really paying attention. So a really good example is I went to the vets this week with one of my guinea pigs, Ada. Uh, She really needed a checkup. And the vet's receptionist said to me, by the way, your voicemail box is full. And I was like, really? Like I had no idea because nothing tells you (laughs) that it's full. That's true. And I had just not been keeping up with some voicemails. Like I would look and I could tell like spammy things or things that I knew were computer reminders, things like that, that were leaving voicemails. I just kind of ignored them. Now I used to have on my daily review list, like look at your voicemails and clear them out. And it only takes a second, especially if they're, um, non-actionable, mm-hmm. you know, basically not sp- spam voicemails, whatever, you know. I, and so I just hadn't been doing that on a regular basis. And I had lost track of the fact that I do have several voicemails that I have saved that I should do something with, you know, like get them off to a different platform. But I don't usually get that much voicemail. So it really hadn't occurred to me that it might fill up until the receptionist told me that and I thought, whoa, wonder what happened. I thought, oh my gosh, maybe my voicemail box has been spammed like crazy, but it hadn't. It just had built up over time and I hadn't been paying attention. I gotcha. Um, I feel like people I care about and, you know, they don't even leave voicemail anymore. <laughs> they just <laughs> call and they know you'll see that they called or they might follow up with a text. But at least in my family, we don't expect people to actually listen to their voicemails. So. That's I. I also, my sister and I usually don't leave voicemails for each other. It's just we see that the call came in because it's usually the message is usually "Hi, just calling to say hello. Talk to you <laughs> soon." Like so. That's right. that's just implied, right? <laughs> By the right. fact that somebody called. Like, why else would they be calling? Um, and if it was really important that it would probably also come in as a text immediately thereafter. So, um, yeah. So it's an inbox that I had been ignoring. And I think, you know, when I was in a habit of reviewing things like that on a daily basis, like with my first cup of coffee, I didn't have that problem. So I went back to including sort of daily tasks that I would would review every day um, because I like the review interface and like the process in OmniFocus. It it makes me feel like, okay, I did that. I reviewed stuff. Maybe I didn't get anything done, but at least I looked at everything that needs looking at. So I'm back to having look at my voicemails, uh, open any paper mail. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
has come in because I'm starting to treat paper mail as spam generally. And I, I don't even, my neighbors are appalled with me some days. I don't even take it out of my mailbox. You just throw it out? <laughs> no, I let it sit there for a day or two. Oh, I see. And they're like, you really have to take your mail in. And I just said, oh, I know, I know. But uh, but I'm not motivated because I know there's only going to be, uh, you know, flyers for sales at stores I don't care about, plus uh, email, I mean, not emails, mail from places that want money from me for one reason or the other. And I don't feel it necessary to send them any. So. Oh, anyway, so so keeping on track of, sorry, keeping on top of things like that, I think will help me be more vigilant about the bigger projects. And also, like I said, like keeping the someday maybe, but not right now, you know, feeling urgent projects won't pop up in every review every week. Mm-hmm. And definitely the, uh, like doing a deal, Daily review is something that is also very much mentioned in the in the book as kind of a lighter kind of what am I going to do today? Kind of look at your calendar because those are the hard and fast things you need to do, and then and then kind of what tasks are are kind of up for for the particular day. Um, the the interest in the book he he mentions looking at your someday maybes even during every weekly review mm-hmm. um not necessarily because you're planning a next action but just to kind of in the the last phase of um of the weekly review is kind of this more creative thinking about like brainstorming mm-hmm. with yourself about future plans sort of thing um mm-hmm. so looking through your those not necessarily because you're intending to get any of them done in the near future except sometimes you might see something you're like oh my gosh i forgot i wanted to do that mm-hmm. and that fits in with that thing that i that just came up that i'm doing in 2 weeks so while i'm in what whatever city for this other thing oh i forgot that i wanted to stop in and see this other thing so um i think it's or you know you're going through and you're like, oh yeah, that I had a thought about that other random project that I won't mm-hmm. get to for a while. Um maybe I should note that down. And mm. um I think that's the intent. Um mm-hmm. for me, by the time I get to that point, usually in the past of the weekly review, I'm usually like just scanning down them going, yeah, 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 yeah. Not not gonna get to that. No, no, I'm not getting to that, not getting to that, no, 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 no. So I I probably am not doing that part very well either <laughs> when I think about it. Um because that yeah. that last section is really supposed to be kind of to I think to get you all jazzed and energized about the creative possibilities that open up because you have this trusted system that's tracking all of the mundane things that you need to do so it frees you up to i haven't had that effect yet quite i don't think (laughs) yeah i i agree like when i first read um the book getting things done that was a very appealing aspect of the system which was 
you know, those notions of like looking at things from different altitudes, essentially. Uh, and like, yes, on a, a daily and weekly basis, you're down, you know, with head down on the ground, getting things done that have to be done that week. But it's important to keep an eye on these other levels. Like, what do you want to have done, you know, soon, but not right now? And and then, you know, sort of life life targets and life goals. I, I like that idea. I just haven't been implementing it very well. So, so maybe, I mean, the thing is so the most obvious thing that I recently put into someday, maybe that when I first put it in to OmniFocus, I thought, oh yeah, that's a project. That's a thing I'll have happen is I would like to switch my uh, personal domain, which is welltempered.net. Um, I would like to switch the email from being on Google, you know, like it's a Gmail based account mm -hmm. to a provider that is not Google, <laughs> to put it, you know, bluntly. And, you know, even if I have to pay for it, and I'm sure I will, I, I think, okay, you know, I'm, I've got a couple of ideas of where I could move this email, but I would like to stop having Google's tentacles in some of my most, you know, personal stuff. And, and, but there's a, there's a job there that has to happen. I have to research, I have to figure out what will happen when I do the transfer, what will happen to the email that I already have. Like, and I've been with Google's mail platform for so long, it doesn't feel at all urgent to switch over. Mm -hmm. So, so I, I thought I'll put this in someday maybe. And once a month I'll think about it and see how urgent it feels to me and whether I want to do the work to make that happen. So. And um, I switched my mail provider for my business mail um, last year um, and oh, yeah. moved to fast mail. Yeah. That's what I was thinking about. And I've been uh, so far very, very happy with it. So um, I, I recommend definitely do, definitely, definitely do it. Um, okay. <laughs> when you, you know, when you feel the need. Um, you know, there's that bit of uh, res resignation <laughs> to the, like, what? What doesn't Google already know about me, really? So. <laughs> That's true. After that many years of email. Yeah. And everything else, you know, all the things that I've used my email to sign into. And ah, anyway, that's a whole, that's not even another topic. That's an entire other podcast that we are not making uh, right now. But uh, yes, we do. We do encourage people to look at uh, the long-term effects of having a, one big silo in charge of your stuff. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which, I've been off Facebook now for three weeks. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and I don't even miss it, like uh, hardly at all. I I decided to keep track. Um, I have a, a app called Tally, which you just tap on it increment up by one or whatever increment. So it's basically like one of those little clickers that people used to use to count like 
how many people are coming in or right right uh, right you know what i mean so i thought well every time i start to go to facebook and then remember oh i'm not there anymore uh i'll i'll note it and it's only been like 8 times in 3 weeks so i feel that it hasn't been a big big issue for me and it has definitely like made my online life feel a little less complicated i see and what's funny is i find i'm using a little bit of facebook mm-hmm. but it's really like two private groups yeah so like one is a group of folks that like visit disneyland on their own so they're mm-hmm. and sometimes we'll meet up while we're there so it's kind of just uh sharing Disney pictures and saying, is anybody here today? Let's meet up mm-hmm. and get a churro or something. Um, <laughs> and then the other one is like from uh, the town where I grew up. It's folks who also grew up there, like sharing old pictures and what have you. Um, and that's pretty much it. Oh, no, there's a third, which is like relatives. It's a private group. <laughs> so again, yeah. sharing old family pictures, but like in terms of like being generally doing public Facebook things, I am not doing much at all. I just decided to cut the cord and figure out other ways to get that kind of interaction. There was an account that was posting old pictures from my hometown, North Miami Beach, which was pretty wild to see, you know, the whole um, definitely that 50s, 1950s, 1960s, like. Florida is like the future. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, um, but I could probably find that stuff online. So. Yeah. And that also is one less inbox you have now. That's a very good point. What can you do? You can't follow everything. And uh, there has to be some limit. <laughs> mm-hmm. The world is an inbox if you look at it a certain way. <laughs> well, yeah, and part of the whole process of capturing, right, is what are these inputs that you're allowing into your life, right? So every yeah. every email list that you don't unsubscribe from, you're kind of saying, I want this daily emails about, you know, special offers on cat food um, <laughs> or what have you. Um, or, you know, for every social media outlet you're on, you're saying, yes, I'm accepting that people are going to send me DMs or messages, um, or public posts, mentions that I have to respond to. Um, so yeah, each one of them adds, adds some overhead and adds another kind of input source, right? Yep. No, that's true. So... Anyway, so that's where I am right now. I thought I would go back to my own basics a bit. And even though doing a weekly review is is great, like I am not going to go a whole day without looking at whether inputs, like the latest inputs or the, you know, today's little tasks of clearing out direct messages or voicemail or, um, paper mail have have been done because if i do those every day then the weekly review becomes you know it goes up a level to maybe you know a place that won't feel 
so daunting and such a source of procrastination. Yeah, and I think the, I mean, reading about the weekly review, the philosophy is that that first section where you kind of bring your inboxes to zero isn't so much that you, you're you not supposed to look at anything for a week. It's It's just that the kind of your week gets busy and sometimes there will be things in your inbox that you haven't gotten a chance to look at yet. So it's kind of your mm-hmm. chance to kind of true up, right? To kind of, mm-hmm. to say, all right, let, let's take a moment first, process these things. And then I can review everything knowing that there's nothing that's come in that I'm ignoring. Um, so I think, I mean, I think what you're intending to do is exactly exactly on point um and that's what i attempt to do too but it does happen that some days you know things will grow in your inbox because you're busy doing something else (laughs) i wanted to just mention one other thing that i've started doing is i've um kind of set a two-minute timer on my watch um, to try to, cause sometimes you get to an inbox item, you think, you know, oh, I'll respond to this email and it's within that two minutes where you do it instead of right. deferring it. And then, you know, it's 25 minutes later. Um, cause yeah. you got sucked <laughs> in. Oh no, that's not what I meant to say. And so setting a little timer is, has been helpful in terms of saying, oh, this is taking way longer than I thought it would. Let me just defer it. Um, or happily finding out, oh, that only took a minute. That was great. (laughs) No, that's a good idea. I think it's always a good idea to get back to the basics and, you know, just double check your assumptions. Once I like looked at my assumptions about the weekly review and why it was feeling like so onerous, Mm -hmm. I realized like, well, yeah, like go back to the two minute rule, go back to you know, some of the basic stuff and then it shouldn't be so bad. Um, yeah. And that's, I'm, I'm glad we've, we've both done that. And, um, (laughs) yep. Uh, I will not, however, be proposing that we do a daily review podcast. (laughs) No. Well, I I think that would, I don't think anybody would want that really. No. It'd be a little much for, for us, production-wise, and probably for the listeners, I don't know. Let us know. Do you want a daily review podcast? You can, uh, well, Gene will let you know all the places you can reach us <laughs> in just a few moments. So I, I think we should wrap this one up. All righty. Yeah, definitely share any ideas you have with us. Uh, you can suggest we do a daily podcast. I can pretty much guarantee that will not happen. But you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm or on Twitter or micro.blog. We are at The Weekly Review. In fact, we had a change of our Twitter handle last week. We managed to get the handle The Weekly Review. It would be great if you could rate or review this podcast. It helps new listeners find us and it definitely makes us happy to know that you like us. So thanks for listening, and we will see you at the next weekly review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's 